0: The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Well, happy week five in the NFL, people. This is Damon D. You're listening to Under Review. We're going to hang out today with a guy named Dave Mason, who works for betonline.ag. Dave's going to give us all the inside skinny on what's going on, where the bets are, who the bets are on, where the bets come from, how they're moving. This is a guy on the inside giving us you know, all the, all the inside. You can't just find this guy on the internet. You got to know him. And we do. And he comes on under review all the time and tells us what's going on. We're going to cover uh, week five in the NFL. We are going to cover um, UFC 229, Conor McGregor versus Khabib Nagabajabagabav. Of have all that covered. talk a little bit about boxing. He's going to give us some predictions and some picks. And you are going to go to betonline.ag and use the promo code REVIEW. And you're going to get yourself a 50% sign-up bonus just for listening to the show Yeah, then you can use that and you can bet on UFC I know I'm going to do it But in the meantime, you're going to hang tight And you're going to get ready um, Welcome to the show, I'm Damon B, And this is Under Review Okay Dave, well We, uh, we talked briefly about uh, You know, teams like the Seahawks um, let's get into a few of the games coming up for this week and see you where know, we can make some money, and then we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some of the other sports that we're able to bet on, especially this weekend. Um, I want to just reach back and talk a bit about Pats versus Colts um, last night. You, you know, you said the Pats have been just beating up the books for covering the spread over the past few years. Um, you know, I saw that line last night. I don't know what you thought about it, but I saw that line at at ten points last night, and I was a bit like taken it back. You know what I mean? I was like, that seems like a bit of like a a bounce back from how the Patriots destroyed Miami, you know, the week before. So you're like, Oh, okay. It's a little too heavy um, for my liking. Um, Do you see like reactionary lines come out of books? You know, people always talk about that, right? These public lines or lines that people are are weighted heavy in order to encourage betting on the other side of things. Um, Was that the case last night in them being 10 point home faves?
1: Um, you're saying that we're trying to increase the action on the Colts. Is that, is that what you're trying y- to Yeah. Say? I mean, people I mean,
0: always talk about that, right? That you just say, pay, yeah. you got to pay attention to that line. Cause
1: yeah. yeah, well, I mean, it did move to ten and a half, and it wasn't, that wasn't a, sh- most of the time the number moves it's 'cause because it of a sharp spit. You know, people always think that we're moving the numbers to get 50, 50 on each side. And yeah. but that, that's just not true. It's it, when the net number moves, it's more often than not sharp. Um, however, last night's move from ten to ten and a half was a public move. Was because everybody was bet- buddy was betting on the Patriots as usual, and it was a prime time game, so there was so much dang action on it <laughs> that yeah. uh, it was you know a huge huge need. So, going from ten to ten and a half last night or yesterday afternoon, that was what you were just talking about. Was you know to the, because of the public action. Um, but like I said. Most of the times that those numbers are moving, it's it's because sharps are hitting one side or the other and we're racking that. And if the public's on the other side, no big deal. We'll take our chances.
0: Yes. Well, I I did notice like there weren't there's never really major fluctuations in that way. But that being said, you you mentioned like 80 percent plus of the public were on the paths there. It would it requires something of that significance. Right. That that's going to bump a line even half a point. Right. Is that a good indicator?
1: Well, for, for if it's going to be a public move, I mean, it could be less. It depends on how big the game is. Um, you know, if it's a primetime game or uh, a Sunday afternoon 1 o'clock game, a primetime game is going to have probably three times the action on it. Um, so I, I don't want to put a percentage on it. And like I said, most of the time those numbers move, it's because of sharps. I mean, you could have 100 dudes on – uh, ninety nine percent of the guys on one side, but as long as the one percent of the sharps are on the other side, we'll will uh move in the favor of the sharp side and, and give the ninety nine percent even better value on the number.
0: Yeah, got it. Yeah, it was an interesting one. I ended up betting on it at ten, but you know, there, there's my other myth, right? I've got two like really, really big myths, um, and one of them, one of them is actually the double digit underdog, you know, to bet for them in the NFL, and uh, it's basically fifty fifty this year. So I've got another myth has been debunked again. I've, my two myths were debunked by the week four of the season, basically. Um, <laughs> that being said, uh, the Pats with the with the cover there um, now they're not only a win on a cover, but they did this, a similar thing last year when they went two and two to start the season. They ended up going to the Super Bowl. Um, in terms of like future w- winning odds, how much does the first four weeks of the season affect things like Super Bowl winning odds? Or is it like is it just keep calm and carry on, like you are saying? It's that long term play and being reactionary doesn't help anybody. You know?
1: Yeah, I mean it depends on the team. Um, it, it, it impacts the odds. A little bit um, without a doubt, you know, with the team looking better than usual. It's going to impact the odds. And so those odds will move every week without a doubt. Now the Patriots, you know, are kind of a different breed. Right. Um, So, (laughs) you know, they started the season, the favorites. And I think after that second or third week, when they were, after they let, yeah after they lost to the Lions and like, oh they're finally done Brady's finally <laughs> yeah. done yeah right we heard that last year <laughs> heard it for five down, years I think they were down the plus nine hundred I believe I think they are to open the season they're plus six hundred favorites and they dropped down the plus nine hundred after that and now they're back up to plus five fifty after they just waxed their last two <laughs> opponents and they're back to being <laughs> the Patriots we all know and hate. Um. Yeah. They're <laughs> yeah. they're, they're about the plus five fifty, and right behind the Rams are the favorites at plus three twenty five.
0: Well, that's good. I mean, that NFC is gnarly right now. And uh, let's talk about some of the, some of the better teams that are out there besides the Patriots and teams that would be considered um, by people to be. Uh, favorites to at least get to the Super Bowl. There's one team left in the entire league that is both undefeated against the spread and undefeated in the regular season. That's your Kansas City Chiefs there. Well, not yours, the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, they've got an actually, this is maybe one of the best, uh, like most intriguing matchups of the week. They're hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars as only three-point home faves here. So you have this, crazy Patrick Mahomes show going into prime time, digging his team out of a hole in the fourth quarter. Like he's just a bloody, he's just a hyperbole, you know, wrapped in a fairy tale and people are just loving everything that's going on there. But now, um, you know, the, the, the bread and butter, the pudding, you know, so to speak is always in that betting line. And, uh, now they got a real opponent, you know, that they're hosting and they're only three point home phase. It's basically a, 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 you know, a coin toss when you're talking about betting lines, and uh, and let's speak a little bit about that. Where's the money coming in for uh, Jacksonville uh, versus KC, especially KC being this hot, sexy team? You know, this is the did the, the teen beat heart throb of a quarterback, and everyone can't stop talking about him.
1: Right? Yeah. No, that's that's one of the marquee matchups of the weekend. I'm really looking forward to that uh, possible preview of the AFC Championship um, Conference Championship game yeah uh, and it's actually i mean jags are plus three minus one seventeen so it's not even it's it's almost it's going close to closer if it keeps trending that way i mean they they could be plus two and a half um as far as the early action it's pretty split uh, about sixty two percent of the action and early betters are on k c it's gonna be interesting to see which way that one goes um but yeah that that's a great matchup this weekend and uh' we'll, we'll see i'm I'm looking forward to that game
0: yeah it's gonna be crazy I mean it, it, when you talk like like matches make fights uh, like this is two just opposite teams like I know that Bortles has had some flashes, but um you know they also lost the game what nine six at some point, you know what I mean in there like against Tennessee, so uh, they could go one way or another, but uh, you had a suspect defense there in, in KC. I don't know what they're gonna do um and a really good defense um in Jacksonville um you know with a with a questionable very questionable fournette. Uh, it's going to be really interesting to see, but as a marquee matchup, um, <clears throat> I'm surprised. I'm surprised that you don't say like everybody's betting on KC as only a three point favorite at home.
1: Yeah, no, I, I mean I think that's just a lot of respect for the Jags. You know, um, they're they're a heck of a team. The defense is great. So, so you know, our KC. Our Casey- overdue for a loss and again that's early action so we, you know a lot of this can change either way or it could be one-sided by by kickoff so that is early action but yeah i'm a little surprised myself a little bit more as i have expecting in the set, mid uh early 70 percent range but but just still you know still the public's on kc okay
0: well let's talk about another uh tight point spread another three-point point spread your your fellas your boys there the eagles they're hosting the vikings and this is hey, this is like if you we would have talked in the, the the preseason about how crazy of a matchup this was going to be, the defending Super Bowl champs Minnesota is supposed to be way better than they are, and and, and who knows, they could maybe recover, you know, greatly and and come back at you for the rest of the season. But uh, here we go, we have a game that might have been you know the marquee matchup of the week. It's probably not. Um, what's it looking like on the book with the with the Eagles three point home faves? Um, against Minnesota, and just what do you think as a you know, an Eagles guy? I know I know you try to play it like you, you don't, but I know you've got it like an Eagles jersey kicking around in nah, your man. In, in no your,
1: jerseys, no jerseys. You got <laughs>
0: socks. You're wearing your Eagles socks right now.
1: Maybe socks, but no jerseys. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Well, the Eagles have both teams have been a disappointment thus far. Um, that's that's no you know no no secret there. So it's it's. The Eagles, I mean, their defense has been horrid, absolutely horrid. Um, the, the early betters, I mean, still a lot of action to come in yet, but uh, what is that about 59 percent of the early betters are on the Vikings are taking the three
0: points. Yeah, okay, um, that yeah. Sounds, so that sounds it's like still right. pretty
1: even. It's not gonna. It doesn't. I don't think that will be one of our bigger sweats. But yeah, both teams have been disappointing. I mean, uh, you're talking about was this was the NFC Championship game last year, I believe. Right. And, uh, so yeah, I mean, it, Eagles. I mean, got sure up that defense for one. That's uh, been a huge disappointment. That was a big play defense last year, and right now they're letting anything go by. Um, but. Wentz is back Getting in the groove They gotta protect him too That he's been getting murdered That offensive line I mean everybody's saying That's the best offensive line in of football And it, they sure haven't been Playing like they've been Playing like the worst Offensive line Of <laughs> yeah. <in> football So <laughs>
0: that's um, I think awful.
1: they'll turn it around I think they'll turn it around But uh, oof, I, They sure as heck Aren't anything close To what they were last year That's for sure
0: Yeah they were a bit of Like that That shock and awe Style offense too Where they just threw Everything at you And you were just like Holy crap Like who, who do we defend here Who do we cover and now it's like oh they just look kind of like everyone's sort of figured them out. And then Minnesota, I mean shit. I have like I think I picked Minnesota's defense as like my defense for three of my fantasy football leagues, and I benched them. <laughs> I think right. I benched them for the Cowboys in one league. This like it was the weirdest feeling that I've ever had in my life to be like oh crap I got to pick I'm going of course that the Cowboys defense is sitting on the on the bench in your fantasy football league and. I could bench Minnesota for for them, and it was probably the best choice. I think Minnesota's defense last week got me nothing. So um, with them, they, like, they probably, I, I, from the sounds of it, they're getting a bunch of the action, but they were supposed to be way more of a public team this season.
1: Yeah, I mean, both teams are so, you know, you're talking about both teams are going to be public teams this year, and both teams have disappointed. So the betters change fast. They change their opinions fast What you know, all the all they the betters remember the last couple of weeks how these teams affected their bankroll, and they'll, they'll <laughs> yeah. switch on a dime. So you <laughs> know. All, and, there's no and, loyalty. I mean, yeah, I mean the Vikings shoot. These they were the two top teams. Them and the they were the two top favorites to win the NFC this year, and both are struggling. So uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's kind of a not a. I hate to use the word must win because it's not a must win, but.
0: It's kind of a must win, though. It's, it's yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's kind
1: of a it, win. You better get, you know, better win this weekend. But, uh, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. That it's, it's so quickly how you're, the season can go off the rails this early. Um, let's switch gears a little bit, man. There's a, there's a bit of the old, uh, the old fisticuffs going on this weekend in, uh, in the old yeah. mixed martial arts world.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. UFC 229. It's going to be the biggest bet fight in the history of mixed martial arts, without a doubt. Really? Action, oh yeah. No, no brainer. I mean, the, the, the action already off the charts. People coming back to the site, people signing up to the site for, for wow. this fight. It's, it's off the charts.
0: It's going crazy. Hey, okay. So, uh, initially if you can tell us where's the, where's the action on? Cause I know that uh, McGregor's just a slight underdog, uh, versus, uh, Khabib. I like how they, I like, you know, my favorite part about this is they, they use McGregor's like in the fight posters they use McGregor's last name, but they don't use Khabib's last name. <laughs> yeah, it was just a smart thing to do. But they could have just said Connor versus Khabib, <laughs> but instead, yeah. but instead they uh, they they got rid of his last name and said no, no one's going to know how to say this.
1: Yeah, that's a tough one, man. <laughs> Every time I spell it out for any kind of. Uh, anything tweet mail or whatever it's it's I have double triple check, check myself so it's a tough one and it's tough to say as well but he is his game is no joke um no yeah habib is 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 the favorite uh it's, it's actually going up that the public is all over connor it's going to be if connor wins it's going to be our biggest loss in a in a UFC fight in the history of the company when oh, yeah overtaking holly home uh, beating Ronda a couple a few years yeah, back. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. But this one will surpass that. If Connor wins, if, if McGregor wins, it will be, our, or if Khabib wins, it will be our biggest one ever for a UFC fight. And, uh, the odds are actually going up. They're actually, even though the money, even though I think 81% of the betters are on McGregor, the odds are actually going up. Uh, Habib is now at the minus 175. I believe he is minus 167 last night. Wow. And yeah, McGregor's now plus 1 what is it there? Plus 150, with 150. Us. So, yeah. so yeah, um it's one of those things, you know, we're taking a stance or taking a stance on what we think is the right side. I mean, that could plummet. These MMA odds move like no other sport. I mean, they 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 fly around, so We'll see come Saturday. I mean, I, I'm surprised it's going up just because I know what the, the exposure is going to be huge on Connor. Uh, I, I You know, I, I know our guys don't mind taking a stand on the sharper side, what they think is the sharper side. But it's a fight like this where there's just going to be so much action. I thought the number would be going down. So far, it has not. That does not mean it's not going to go down tomorrow. But we'll see. It's hard. Sometimes it's hard to protect these things.
0: Yeah, you got all that late, like last minute money is going to start coming in you know, this after work today, you know, people, <laughs> people are going to shift from, from doing their desk job to like the, the fight on the weekend. This is, we're going to see some major fluctuations. I predict in this, or uh, um, do you bet on UFC? Are you a UFC guy? You want to, do you have any predictions yes. about this here? Like, like this matchup? I,
1: I, I like, yeah, I like Habib. I like him. I was hoping the numbers going to go down. Um, I, I mean, they're both great fighters. They're, they're both, you know, deserving, uh, of their accolades, I think Connor uh, we still do not know a lot about Connor's ground game. He's fought one top level wrestler in all those fights he's had He's had he's fought one big time wrestler and that was Chad Mendez years back and Chad Mendez took him down with ease. Uh, Chad Mendez did gas and Connor gave him the business and knocked him out but Chad Mendes took that fight on two weeks' notice, so I think that came into play. He Connor beat up another wrestler, um, Eddie Alvarez, but Eddie Alvarez really isn't that high-level wrestler. Habib is as good a wrestler as he got, so uh, I look for Habib to take him down and, and and get him on the ground and beat him up and, and look for the submission. Um, one thing about Habib is he kind of goes in there, guns blazing off. Rule, he, he can be hit. Guys hit him. He, he leaves himself on to be hit and no one hits harder and more accurate than Connor at that weight class. So so Habib can be hit. I would not be a bit surprised if Connor does put one right on the kisser and knock him down and, and finish him, but I think odds wise that I'm gonna be on
0: Habib. Yeah, you know, I I mean everything you said there is is basically like what I (laughs) the only way I can foresee this, like really coming out. And I mean, if I'm Habib and I'm his camp and you're, you're absolutely right. He does get tagged a little bit, but I think he only, when I think about it and watch him get, you know, eat a couple here and there, it's against guys that he's just, he doesn't, he's not scared of, you know, he just says, yeah, you you could probably hit me where I don't think him and his camp are sitting there going, well, Connor's the same as all these you know guys that hit you. They're like, nah, just don't get hit. Even take his ass to the ground and just, you know, beat the snot out of him on the on the canvas you know for me it's like i don't see any conceivable way that he isn't just going to stalk him or cautiously wade in stalk him and then grab him and wrestle him down and then that's just trouble for anybody let alone conor mcgregor (laughs) this Khabib Khabib, habib is like a monster too like connor's also never met a guy like him who has mma wrestling of that caliber yep it's pretty nuts um, and you said, hey, uh you were talking about how the um it's gonna be the biggest bet UFC of all time. I think we've seen just the popularity of the UFC plateaued a few years ago, you know. They don't quite have the super duper stars of the of the of the past. Like, you know, when Lesnar came in stuff was crazy and when, you know, GSP was at his height and Anderson Silva and you had all these guys that were like, you know, The way I always gauge it, Dave, of like whether somebody's a a superstar or a super duper star is if like your mom would know their name, you know, Uh. in any sport. Like LeBron James, your mom is, is, oh, I know that that name. He plays basketball. But like Conor McGregor, maybe your mom knows, probably does now. But besides him, you know, back in the day, like George St. Pierre, you know, your mom probably heard of him. You know, there's all of these names, Brock Lesnar probably heard of them. It's not really happening right now in the, in the UFC at all. Like it's just sort of been stagnant. Um, you know, even the John Joneses of the world who had potential to be that have just sort of waned. Um, have you seen, have you, have you seen a similar sort of uh, plateau in interest on your guys's end, even though this is the biggest bet UFC overall, um, what what is the action like on just your average UFC compared to maybe five years ago?
1: Well, it depends who's on the card. I think that the problem with UFC, there's so many damn cards. Yeah, I mean,
0: that's the thing. Going
1: back, right? yeah, going back to stars, no one's as big as Connor. GSP was big, Anderson yeah. so was big, Brock Lesnar's big, but no one's as big as Connor. Really? I mean, I've, you know, watch. I was watching that football game last night that in the Patriots game and. He was doing the introductions. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. I mean, you don't see GSP doing that. You didn't see yeah. Anderson Silva so brings up. I mean, he was in there talking trash, doing some kind of introduction, talking trash about Tom Brady. <laughs> it was like, holy hell. Yeah. I mean, they're going to they they said they're going to do two point five, four out of the five biggest pay-per-view have been Connor McGregor fights. So, yeah, I mean, it's plateaued, I guess, the last couple of years because, I mean, Connor hasn't fought in two years, right? Yeah, um, going on two years. So y- y- you're right in that. But now that he's back, it's going to, you know, it'll go back up. But this sport definitely misses some stars. I mean, it, you know, in to to just the public eye, like the Ronda Rousey. I mean, everybody, you know, she was a huge star, doing huge numbers. Um, They lost her. Then Connor started doing his thing, you know, boxing and taking time off and not defending its belts and this and that and the other thing. And. Like you said, John Jones had potential to be that level, but he never really got there just because he's a damn knucklehead. And but he's coming back <laughs> too. I mean, he just got his freaking four-year suspension knocked down a year and a half or something, so he'll be back. I mean, he'll, he's not like you said; he's not Connor GSP level, but he's that next tier. And they're trying to get Brock Lesnar back in the fold, which is kind of a joke, but I understand it. it's a money maker. So yeah, it goes up, but but I mean, a lot of it's just so dependent on there's just so many cards. So it's, it's, it's definitely something people bet every week, but an event like this. Yeah. I mean, the the action goes through the roof. We're loving that (laughs) Connor's back. You know, it's no different than Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods being back and holding off. It just, it just, uh, pumps so much energy and, and it's all over ESPN. You know, we've ESPN now on now and they're, they're talking about this big fight all dang week and there's banners everywhere and there's talk everywhere (laughs) and et cetera. So that just, you know, Increase the action, which we what we like.
0: Yeah, it's it, it's an interesting to see just how how a superstar can just make a big difference, like you know even long term for the sport and carry it just with one guy and one name. Spe- speaking of you know carrying sports, there there is one thing like UFC pay per views are, are are growing and high, but nothing really touches boxing pay per views worldwide. Um, but boxing as a sport has had a, a diminishing you know for the last decade. It's just slowly let itself just you know it ate itself alive, basically because it's just you know the people involved were so horrible and matchups were bad and fixes and all this stuff. um I feeling like there's this slow little like resurgence in boxing, like it's almost cool again and nostalgic. maybe it's all the hipsters and millennials liking everything ironic these days, but the simple fact is it's like there's some gained interest I have found in the boxing world from your guys's perspective. What kind of action do you see on something like a, uh, you know, a, a Deontay Wilder, Wilder, Tyson Fury fight that's um, going to happen, you know, early next year, hopefully or later this year um, or the, uh, the you know, the Triple G um, can yellow fight that just happened a couple weeks ago. Um, what do you see the action like and compare it to something like the UFC right now?
1: Uh, well, it's it's I mean, I, I, this this Connor fight was going to out, out there's going to be more action on that than probably both those fights combined. Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it's it's traditionally, you know, when the Mayweather and Pacquiao were at their apex, I mean, there, there was more action on those kind of fights than any UFC fights. But UFC was more of a every weekend. A common UFC card would outdo a common...
0: Um, boxing card.
1: Boxing card, like a oh, regular yeah. Saturday night boxing card wouldn't compare come close to comparing to a regular standard UFC um, Saturday night card. But, you know, when a Mayweather fight or a Pacquiao would fight, yeah, that would that would freaking go through the roof compared to one <laughs> right, right. bigger. So so the UFC is more of a constant, 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 whereas uh, boxing more up and down.
0: Yeah. Uh, less of them, uh, less often. Yeah.
1: I mean, you know, boxing's just – people are so sick of boxing.
0: It's,
1: <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just so – you know, that Triple G fight in Canelo last month was great, and that was great for the sport. Great fight. Yeah. Um, a little bit of a controversial ending, but it wasn't too bad, much of a controversial ending. I mean, but it was just a great, great fight, and uh, that was good for the sport. So hopefully we'll see another uh, a trilogy fight there, and that will do numbers. And, you know, what, you, know you just look at the, the sum up the the, the uh, boxing's problem is you, you just look at the Pacquiao Mayweather. It was the biggest, you know, one of the biggest, probably the second biggest boxing fight ever yeah. for us. And, but it was done four years too late. They didn't fight yeah, each totally. other when they're in their peak, you know. How how great would it have been if that fight happened four or five years earlier? But no, it's that it was just a payday and it was boring. And, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, that...
0: And but, everybody you know, knew the, it.
1: but there are some good fighters out there, and, and hopefully they can get together. I mean, like you said, you mentioned Wilder, and hopefully he fights the, the British dude, Joshua. And, and and that's the fight everybody wants to see. But are they going to happen happen fight this decade? in the future? Are they, are <laughs> they going to fight in the future or not? Yeah. I mean, that fight should have happened by now, and it hasn't. And, it's you know, all these different organizations, I can't keep them straight, and different promoters and different, you know—
0: Chad yeah, and that's and what I'm.
1: Fight under, and you can't. It's like, what the hell? It's like, you know, you want to see the best. You know, in the Super Bowl, you want to see the two best teams meet. Yeah, boxing is boxing should be the same. I want to see the two best heavyweights on planet Earth, the two best baddest men on planet. Earth. I want to see them fight. I want to see Mayweather. I want to see Mayweather and Pacquiao fight in 2010. I don't want to see him fight in <laughs> 2009 or whatever the hell it was. They're
0: all 45 years. Well, but I mean, instead, they're doing it again. And, and
1: all these politics are involved. Yeah. And, and, uh, but hopefully, you know, hopefully, you know, this Triple G and, and Canelo fight, that think that pumps a little bit of blood into it. Because I do. I, I love the sport, it's great. And, you know, anytime there's an event, I love to promote it and love to see all the action coming in. But uh, we just need more of that Triple G uh, Canelo stuff going on. So hopefully it's come, but we'll see
0: we will see. Well, hey, best of luck this weekend with the uh with the UFC 229 and uh and also uh, your football bet and thanks for hanging out with us this week, uh Dave.
1: Great, David. Talk to you next week, buddy.
0: Absolutely, my friend. Well, there you have it. Dave Mason, thanks for him doing this. Uh you can find uh Dave Mason. Uh, it's Dave at Dave Mason uh B O L. Uh, bet online. I think BOL, Dave Mason, BOL. He's got some great insight. He's always, he's all over the Twitter machine. You can find me at Damon D. You can find us at underreviewpodcast.com. Um, we have articles going up. Um, we have uh, insight from industry experts. It's a lot of fun. Um, And you can subscribe to us on the iTunes, on the Spotify, on the the, you-know-what. Enjoy UFC uh, 229 this weekend. Head to betonline.ag. Use promo code REVIEW. Get a little extra money in your account to bet on with all this great advice that Dave and I just gave you. Have an awesome weekend, folks. We'll talk to you next week. This has been Under Review.